wrestling, wrestling. tacos. Oh, yeah, both say well, one. Say well, one. The Reaper. The Reaper. This isn't just wrestling. But today we're back with uh, um, my gorgeous wife, back for some predictions this week. Uh, Tyfi. Yes, I'm back for predictions. It seems like I'm always back whenever we have predictions. Predictions. I missed out on uh, Revolution, uh, Revolution's prediction. Uh, predictions. I can't say it right. Predictions. I always, I'm, I'm the one that butchers everybody's names or name of category or whatever. But uh, yeah. I didn't get to... I didn't get to do the predictions for. I believe I lost the predictions. You did. You believe you what? I think I lost the predictions for uh, Revolution. We don't. We don't do anything for predictions, which is weird. Like we should do something, but like, we don't. Well, whatever you come up with, buddy. I don't know. I mean, there's different podcasts. Like there's one podcast who they do uh like shops. Like okay, well if um uh what's called still raft party, they do if. Whoever loses the predictions, mm-hmm. the other person has comes with three trivia questions. For each one they get wrong, they get a shop. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty funny. It sounds like it, but if you're the loser, it kind of sounds like it sucks. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, if you get a trivia and you lose, then I mean, it doesn't really suck. Yeah. But. Who do you think would win in a trivia? I'm pretty good at trivia, honestly. I think I'd be better than you. I would lose. I don't know, man. Isn't there a period that you stopped watching? There was. I, I think I would win. But I mean, but I don't I know. But I study everything. I... So, I may not have watched it, but I may know about it. You're the Reaper. You're not the, like, librarian or what's a smart person. You're not the, I'm not the Peter prof- professor. The professor. There you go. Or Liver Bates. Yeah, you're not <laughs> neither of them. But... What happened to them? Are they still on AW? Wait, what'd you say? Are they still on AW? Yeah, they're on Dark, right? Uh, Leva Bates was just on, on Dynamite, uh, on Wednesday. She got squashed. But yeah, for the most part, they're on Dark where they don't show up at all. That sucks. I used to like Leva Bates too. Yeah, people hated them for some reason. I don't understand. Like, they did what they were supposed to do. Got booed. Right? And got beat. But people were like, I hate seeing them. Why? They're gonna get their ass kicked in a minute. Like, I, I don't know what the problem is, but anyways... Yeah, people complain. Anyways, how was your week? How was what? How was your week? It was good, man. Uh, We just found out, I've already told you, but uh, we just found out that we're going to have another kid. Uh, Another baby reaper running around? Another baby reaper, man. Ooh. And uh, let's hope it's a girl, because if it's another boy, oh my god, dude. My question was just about to be, what are you hoping for? I really hope, I mean, either or, right? I mean, I'll be happy, of course, but... Um, I really hope it's a girl because as you guys know, I have a son mm-hmm. and he's two years old and he has been a pain in the ass for about two, three weeks. He's like clingy. I think he knew that Miranda was pregnant because mm-hmm. uh, he started to become real clingy and just being a pain in the ass, man. And oh my God, it's only gotten worse. And, uh, he does cute things here and there. Like he'll go to Miranda's stomach and he'll, he'll like kiss her stomach. Mm-hmm. Right, like you know, because we'll be like, "Oh, yeah, there's a baby in there," mm-hmm. but um, most of the time, he'll 
know, say hi to the baby, and he'll be like, no, walk away, and then be a pain in the ass, so that's going to be fun. You know, usually, well, this is a, a whole, like, folk thing, because my parents used to tell me that uh, my uh, when my mom was pregnant with me, that um, one of my little cousins was, like, very, very, very clingy, and yeah. did not want to leave, so if... I'm telling you right now, probably right off the bat, it's probably going to be a girl. Because if your son's clingy to to Miranda, more than likely it's going to be a girl. Because that's how so. it was with my mom, too. So, <laughs> I'm just uh, letting I you know. So. If not, uh, we, um, you know, we can find someone you could trade a baby with if you want to grow. <laughs> you can take our chihuahua. She's you, a girl. We, yeah, we can, you can take the chihuahua. Right. I'm already tired of my dog, so I don't know. <laughs> She's a pain in the ass, too. Yeah. We're still trying to, we're trying to figure out, um, we have a girl name, mm-hmm. you know, cause we've been wanting a girl, but we used to have names. Like when we were first talking about having kids in the beginning, we had picked out four names because the goal was to reach four kids if we could mm-hmm. at least two at most four. And I don't remember the other two names that were the one boy, one girl. And then we had the, you know, the boy and a girl name, which we have Romeo. And then if we have a girl, we would name her Olivia with an A. Uh, A-O-Y-V-I-A. And oh. we've had another boy name, and I don't remember. So we were trying to figure it out and have no idea. I might just, I don't know. I might name him Ray Mysterio or something. <laughs> name him Franco. <laughs> name him, name him Goku or, or, you know. Okay, uh... so she really wants to name him Gohan. <laughs> and you would think it'd be me, right? I mean, I'm the bigger fan i i love gohan i really want to but as a middle name because <laughs> I, I, we literally had this argument earlier it's like if we name him gohan he's gonna have these expectations that he's gonna be better than me or stronger than me <laughs> and then he's gonna fail and he's gonna become a professor and not reach his potential and uh, i don't want to curse him with that so Parenting done right, guys. Don't name your kids. You know kids. how it is, man. And Romeo's been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Super with me. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Oh, it's hilarious. I'm so proud. Like, you have no idea. You're just standing <laughs> in the back, like, while it's playing. You're like, yes, myself. Mm-hmm. And I told, I told Miranda, I was like, We're, if we have a, let's just name him Beerus. <laughs> <laughs> let's just name him Vegeta. You're like, you're just throwing out names. But she's really, she really wants to go on, so. It might be incorporated in. I'm surprised she didn't say like, "Oh, let's name like let's name him, uh, let's name him or her like Link or like Navi or well, like." Well, uh, if we have the girl Olivia, mm-hmm. her middle name will be Zelda. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're already on that nerd train. See? There you go. <laughs> each each one, you know, with, with our plan, and then I'll, I'll say this, and then we can move on. <laughs> uh, our plan is like with our kids, or we'll have whatever first name, probably whatever middle name. And they're all going to have a second middle name. And the second middle name is the dorky name. So, like, in Romeo, his name is Romeo Miguel. And his second middle name is Azriel. And that's a character from Undertale. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it's like, okay, with Olivia, it'd be Olivia. Middle name Lee, because that's Miranda's family's. It's a family middle name or whatever. And then Zelda. So... Nice. Now we just gotta, yeah. Now we just gotta figure out, you know, figure out more things, or you know, try to try to get that fixed. So I'm really excited to try to get that done or figure that out. But at the same time, it's like, oh my god, I <laughs> wanted to name him uh, if we had a boy, another one, Raiden. <laughs> if 
from Metal Gear. And it's funny because my brother, who has a girl and another girl on the way, he wanted to name, if he had a son, he wanted to name him Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Nice. And they're basically the same name. So he was like, you can't, he had come up with it first. So he was like, no, you can't steal it or whatever. If you do, I won't talk to you for 20 years. And I told him, well, we barely talk now, so it doesn't bother me. But, you know. <laughs> Dang. He's like, I curse <laughs> He was like, yeah, I won't talk to you for 20 years. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't talk to you now. So, you know, whatever. But no, Miranda was like, no, 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 let's not do that. So <laughs> like, the search continues. But anyways, yeah, that, that's what's happened. You know, we found out and we're really excited about it. Yeah, and how far along she is? No idea. Uh, she has an appointment on the 1st, which is, I feel like, a long time from now, but, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? We'll see how that goes, though. Well, that's good. Yes, sir. Um, you want to get into Revolution? Yeah, let's see what happened at Revolution. Revolution was great. Okay, that's about it. Let's get into SmackDown. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, main thing, we do have a new AEW champion. Oh, whoa, John whoa, 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 whoa. Dang, jumping the gun already. Let's, let's, let's go, actually go hey, on, like, match by match. Go, you just wanted to move on. Nah, nah, I ain't moving on. Fuck SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> it opened up with, uh, the, did there, was there a buy-in? Or was it only? There was a buy-in. Uh, it was the Dark Order versus SCU. Oh. And, uh, it was a, you know, decent match. You know, nothing too crazy. Um, and the Dark Order won, started beating down SCU, and Colt Cabana came out uh, in front of his hometown right, in Chicago, came out and uh, helped help SCU, you know, help, help them out, whatever. Uh, and then Christopher Daniels came out dressed as the Exalted One. It was kind of a playback to the, uh, what the hell was it called? Fallen Angel? Back in the 90s? No, no, not the Fallen Angel thing. Um, whenever, remember when Vince pulled back the robe and he was like, it was me, Austin, it was me, oh, all uh, the higher power? The higher power. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but Christopher Daniels was with the company at that time, and he was actually the one pitched to be the higher power yeah. before Vince took it for himself. So uh, he came out and did a call back to that and uh, helped SCU, whatever, like I said, in Cocabana. And then later on, they confirmed Cocabana actually signed with AEW. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, that, that was the buy-in. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I've, I've never been like high up on Cabana, but it's probably because I never actually went back and watched any of his matches. Yeah, that's the way it was for me. I was like, I mean, I, the literal, literal extent that I knew of him was him being, well, CM Punk being on his podcast. And then, well, he was in NWA too, right? Yeah, uh, he's been in NWA. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I heard, him, heard of him, never really saw anything from him, so I didn't know what to expect, but... Um, he had his first match on Dynamite, and I thought, oh, you know, he was with SCU. Or, uh, yeah, he was with SCU against the Dark Order. And I thought he did really, really good. I'm, I'm actually excited to, to see him in it. Yeah, he has a, a TikTok, and that's how I actually uh, been getting more into him. I was, some of his TikToks are pretty funny, and then uh, I listened to some of his podcast episodes. He had, um, yeah. who did he have recently? Sean Spears, I believe. And I uh, went back and listened to that, and it's pretty good, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think I definitely like him more than what I initially thought I would. Yeah. Um, after that, the first match was uh, Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, Jake Hager's uh, AW debut. 
Um, me personally, I I didn't enjoy the match for the most part. I, th- I thought it was okay. Um, I think it went on a little too long. You're just a but... hater. What? You're just a hater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the the things that they did outside of like it being slow. I guess like uh, a lot of people did not like this, but I I liked it whenever Dustin like came out and like force kissed. Hager's wife, like I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, uh, whenever um, Hager made his entrance, he uh, <clears throat> yeah, he kissed his wife. So, oh, he made out with her in a yeah. weird, weird way, like like Hager doesn't know how to make out. I mean, I'm at least that, sure. that, that's that was my thought. Pretty sure he did um, it on purpose, though. He's just what? trying to tell people, oh, I don't know how to act. Here we go, and then I'm gonna kiss her, but I'm not gonna kiss her the right way. I don't know. His list probably got in the way or something. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> I, like, I feel like whenever he was doing certain things, it looked like the killer that he's made out to be. But I feel like there were also some sloppy spots. And I don't blame him. I mean, it's, it was his first match in however long. You know, so I, I don't really blame him. It's just, like I said, I thought it went on a little too long. Um, Dustin's still great. Dustin is still still really good. But, uh, yeah, overall, I, I think it just went on a little too long. There were some sloppy parts. Like not it, it wasn't a bad match by any means. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I've always been a Hager fan, Swagger fan. The one thing I want to point out, though, was uh, whenever they were announcing it, you know, the commentators, Jim Ross, said uh, Jake Swagger. Yep. And, yeah, he uh, does things like this every week. <laughs> I, I laughed my ass off. I was like, damn, I was going to make a meme out of it, but I was like, nah, I wasted my time. I but, just think the thing that pisses me off is like, all right, he's old, as we know. He's had medical issues. You know, he's has, he has so many things, and he's still this legend. And he gets roasted all over the internet. And he responds to a lot of it, too. And it's just like, leave the man alone. <laughs> you know, like, you understand what he means. If he wants to be Jake uh, Jake Swagger, he can be Jake Swagger if he wants to. Yeah, like... exactly, right? It's just like, you know, there's no... Why are you going to go after an old man like that? But, anyways... It's just trolls and stuff, but like I said, I, I don't think it was a bad match by any means. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, uh, Hager picked up the win. Um, he brought back his he should have. his uh, yeah. He brought back his gut wrench power bomb, which I enjoyed. Uh, but I don't know people people hate on that gut wrench, but I actually enjoyed it. I don't know. I really I've, like that. I've always been a fan of uh, like power bombs, like Batista bombs. Always been one of my favorite moves. Yeah, as a finisher. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I really enjoyed that. Uh, I I like his Vader bomb or Hager bomb that they want to call it now. Uh, for him, I, I I enjoy it, but I really like that gut wrench power bomb. Yeah, uh, I thought that was be his finisher, but uh, Rhodes kicked out of it, and then he did the ankle lock. I was like, okay, they can make Rhodes tap out, but uh, they end yeah. up uh, he ended up losing with what a sleeper. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, he you know passed out. Yeah, I feel like the gut wrench should have been the finisher, but like I, I think that's what I meant by like it was going on too long. Like that should have been the ending. But yeah. like I said for the most part, I mean, it was fine. It's just not my. It wasn't what I enjoyed to the extent that you did, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, after that was the match of the night, the for the it was AW definitely up there. It was that not your match of the night? No, it wasn't. Wow. That okay. was the second match of the night. That was, that was my match of the night. That was my fucking match of the fucking month. Anyways, that uh, match for, of the it was they, amazing. The AW Tag Team Championships. Oh uh, wait, no, no, oh, my bad. On my thing or where I'm watching the. The card, the next one was uh, Sammy versus Darby. My bad. 
Was that next up? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. No, because y'all, y'all no, okay. Young Bucks and Kenny and, and Hangman, that was the match of the night by yeah. far. That is literally one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. Yes. That's probably the best tag team match I've seen. In a, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would go and say that too. Um, but yeah, Sammy. But let's, let, let, yeah, let's go to Darby and Sammy before we gush. Um, well, actually, we're going to gush here, but you know. Who came out first? Sammy. Sammy came out first, and then I think Allen yeah. came out, skateboard, and attacked No, my him. bad, my bad, my bad. Darby came out. Darby came out first. Okay, so then Sammy attacked Darby. Are you no, sure? Darby, Darby did his, like, torpedo, tope suicida, whatever, uh, to Sammy to start the match. But he I don't remember who came out first. I just know Darby attacked first. <laughs> my bad. Okay, well, yeah, Darby attacked him. Uh, before the, the match didn't start yet, they're outside. I think Darby attacked him when he was making his entrance. But uh, he attacked him. And uh, at one point, one of them went through a table. It was pretty badass. Oh, uh, Sammy did a, si- a 630? Yeah, 630. He did a 630 onto Darby Allen. And this was all before the match started. He also hit him with the skateboard a couple times. Um, I want to say they were out there for a good like four to six minutes. Like yeah. before the match even started. The, the match was pretty good itself as well. Um, no, it was it was really good. Darby is over as fuck. I said... Oh, yeah. I've always been a fan, like... I want to say before they even announced him uh, for the AEW, because uh, I, I knew him from Priscilla Kelly, which Priscilla, Priscilla Kelly, his wife, needs to get signed. Yeah, Priscilla Kelly, yeah. And I'm surprised she, she hasn't just did that one. Yet. She just did that one match I think she's on, done on the cruise, and I'm like, I was waiting for her to come back, and I was like, okay, I guess they really didn't sign her yet. Like... Yeah, I don't think she's officially signed. Uh, I don't know where she is. Like, if she's a, with another promotion or if she's just working indies, but I hope they sign her eventually. Oh, yeah, she's really good. She really is. Yeah, she really, she really, really is. But Darby's on a whole another level of, like, everybody loves this man. Yeah, and Except for the, the only guy, <laughs> the only person I know that doesn't like him was a dude that was sitting next to me whenever we saw him live, and he was like, he wears booty shorts. I don't like him. He's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Someone the same, Mexican dude. It's so. like the same thing. Like, we were sitting next, well, sitting in, in behind people mm-hmm. that were saying the same thing. Like, oh, those are your sister's shorts and her leggings. You just ran out of time to get your actual stuff. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, it's I like, It's you. okay. This dude will beat your ass, and you wouldn't even see it coming. So... And he'll he still wear, look he good wear wearing his little wants, shorts. He... Like, oh my god. But yes, Darby and Sammy was, I it thought it was match. great. Um, if, it, if I'm telling you, if it wasn't for that tag team match, this would be match of the night. Uh, Sammy, I mean, uh, well, Sammy did a badass uh, Spanish fly, and they sold it well because he almost fell off. And uh, I don't know if you had seen, but he actually uh, rolled his ankle whenever uh, Matt Jackson, you know, destroyed him with that super kick. Yeah. And uh, so they did a good job, the announcers, of, of, you know, letting it be known. Like, hey, he does have a hurt ankle, so, you know, whatever. And he does this Spanish line when he jumps up uh, to do it. Uh, he almost fell. They did a good job of, of, you know, letting us know about that. And then he ended up connecting with it. I thought it was so good. Um, but Darby won with his coffin drop. Probably the most over, one of the most over moves, too. I love that coffin drop. I love it too. And actually, I don't know if y'all have. Uh, well, he did a uh, an interview with uh, Jericho on his podcast, and he 
he said that uh, pretty soon he's going to actually make his own custom boards, and they're going to be in the shape of coffins. I would I, buy one. I, Miranda really, like, she, that's her favorite. He's her favorite wrestler. And I am not a skater by any means, but I would get that damn coffin skateboard. Like, no doubt. I have that fucking display in my living room. Yeah, and he's also making a movie. Uh, it's already passed, like, the screen screenwriting part or whatever. Uh, what? He talked a little bit about it uh, on that same podcast. So he's doing a lot of stuff. And then, well, before the match, he did that little uh, video where he'd, like, he did that backflip onto the skateboard. And the skateboard says Sammy on it. Yeah. His directing film skills and shit are fucking badass. Yeah, they're really good. Um, yeah, you say you picked up the one with the coffin drop. You sure did. Uh, did Hager? No, Hager didn't come out this part. Uh, I think it was after the match. Yeah, after the match, uh, after Darby won, he picked up the skateboard. He was going to attack Sammy, and Hager came out and, and helped him. Oh, yeah, okay. Hager came out, and then... Um, the one thing I don't like about uh, Inner Circle that much is that they don't come out... Like, uh, Pride and Powerful didn't come out with either Hager or Guevara. And it's like... Oh, one... how, it's, how it's like whenever Sammy goes, it's only Hager with him. And then, so far, I think when Hager comes out, it's either by himself or, or they come later. Like, they don't always all come out at the same time, you know? Like, yeah. Like, is that what you mean? Yeah, but, like, yeah, at if least one person should come out. Yeah. yeah. Since they're all, you know, working together, at least one person, you know, have... Watch each other's back, pretty much. That be the manager, yeah. especially since Prime Park would have a match at all on the on the card. It would have been perfect to utilize them at least. Yeah, like have both of them come out with Hager, and then they're already out there. We'll both come out with Guevara. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I can see you know, you know why you wouldn't, why you don't like that, but yeah, that's the only thing. Everything like, else, though. Oh man, so good. <laughs> Um, anyways, after this match was the match of the night, the AW Tag Team titles, uh, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page defending against the Young Bucks. This match, I said it before, I'll say it again, I haven't been a big fan of the Young Bucks in ring. I'm a fan of their uh, promo skills, I'm a fan of their business mind in ring. They do too much flippy shit for me to like. And Wait, can you say that one more time? Do too much flippy shit for me to like. I just love the word, flippy shit. Uh, yeah, it's like to, I uh, love the flippy shit. Fairly, flippy fairly, shit. Uh, fairly all parents of the flip, the dog flippy. Flippy. Um, oh God, don't speak of that. What? Fairly all parents? No, no well, flippy. I mean of the dog. Oh wait, no, my bad, my bad. I'm thinking of the and later, like in the last season, how they added that dog. My bad. Yeah, oh yeah. About flippy. My bad. Yeah, the little the. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the fairy dog. No. Thing. I didn't yeah, know they added a dog. Okay, yeah, like at the <laughs> I knew they added a, a kid, a baby, but I know they added, they added a kid, and then in the final season, they added a dog. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't watch Final And season. then it got canceled. So. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyways, yeah, the uh, Young Bucks. <laughs> I called that uh, Hangman and Kenny would finally turn, or Young Bucks would finally turn, but either way, Kenny and Hangman would stay together. Yeah. That didn't happen. I'm so disappointed about that, but this match was fucking great. From beginning to end. They had really good storytelling, uh, which is something that, especially the Young Bucks, they really don't get credit for at all. And admittedly, I mean, it's not that they, I mean, they don't always do it anyways when it comes to storytelling, but uh, I thought they did a great job here. They played up to the heels. They were getting, they were getting booed. Uh, 
Kenny Omega had the biggest, like, even when he came out, he had the biggest reaction. But once he, like, stopped Hangman from kicking Matt's ass, he got booed. And the only one that was really, really crazy over was Hangman, as he should be. The way that they've done this with Hangman, dude, like, it is crazy. He's up there with Darby Allen as far as the biggest uh, reactions. And I, I just love it, dude. I love that they're still teasing it. I think we both thought, you know, there was going to be a turn at some point. And there really wasn't. Yeah. And I kind of, I'm not mad about it. I, I I want this to keep going forever. Yeah, I don't I don't want Hangman turning because it doesn't make any sense for him to turn whenever he's over as fuck. It'll make yeah. sense. Like, Young Bucks yeah. and Ring of Honor, they did it. Perfect heel work when they were heels. I think it was Ring of Honor or New Japan. But they did great heel work promo-wise. And I would love to see that again at AEW. I would love to see them, you know, be heels and then Kenny and Heyman stay together because, I mean, they're they're over as a... Heyman's over by himself. Kenny's yeah. over. He's always been over. So, um, it'll be great to see Young Bucks play the heels. But we'll see what happens. Um, I do like that Matt Jackson was, like, pissed the fuck off with Hangman. And they went back Hangman and forth. Too. And Hangman brought it right back. Like, both of them had that intensity. That was just like, hey, you guys, you know, like, storyline-wise, it's like, hey, man, you guys got to calm down. Nick, you know, telling Matt, hey, come tag me, you know, get away from him, whatever. And then Hangman starts kicking Nick's ass, and Nick was like, fuck it, let's beat his ass. Like, hell no. You know, it, it was supposed to be a professional fight, whatever, and you were being an asshole. So now we're going to kick your ass. And then Hangman himself is already, a, you know, an ass-kicking kind of dude. And he's really, he's really physical. Like, oh man, I, I just thought it was great. It's definitely, at least up to this point, match of the year for me. Yeah, people said was, this was a pay-per-view of the year. I was like, I mean, this is only the first pay-per-view of the year, so I don't know if it's the first pay-per-view of for, the year. For AEW, yeah. But, um, um, uh, I, yeah, I, you know, it, it, we, we'll wait, of course, but before we say anything, or before I would say anything like that, but at least up, up to this point, match of the year for me. Yeah. Um, I... Didn't realize that their finisher, or not their finisher, but that that tag team finisher that they do. It's, Which one? Um, uh, Kenny and Hangman? No, um, Young Bucks. The I didn't, driver? Not that one. The the indie taker. Um. That that's what they called it. That's one of the. Uh, I yeah, Jim I didn't Ross. know the name of that. Yeah, I didn't know the name of it either. They said indie taker. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know it was called that at all. I know, I know about the melted driver, which I think is honestly a stupid ass name, but indie I think taker. That's hilarious. I'm pretty sure it's a play on Dave Meltzer, but. Yeah, that's hilarious. But I, I was like, okay, Indy Taker takes a cake with stupid ass names. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great, great match though. Like nothing would have been able to follow that up immediately after, and um, I think that is why the women's match kind of went down the way that it did, or at least started off. I'll say started off because. Oh yeah, I, I turned off the women's match because I was like on Twitter trying to make memes. So. As you know, I had work, so I didn't watch it live. Um, I tried to avoid all spoilers. And when I got home, I got home at 3.30 in the morning. As soon as I got home, I turned it on and I watched the show. Um, but it, once you know, once this tag match was done, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch uh, Orange Cassidy and Pac and um, Moxley and Jericho and then go to sleep. I'll watch the rest later. I ended up watching every match except for most of this match with the, the women's. 
And it wasn't that I wasn't excited for it or anything. I just, I don't know. I guess it's more because this one was more predictable than any of them. Like, you knew exactly who was going to win. But from what I heard and from what I saw at the end, um, the ending was good. It didn't start off good, though. I heard it was clunky. Um, Crowd wasn't into it, which, again, how could anybody be into it after probably the the best tag team match ever? But um, I heard they did a respectable job towards the end. It didn't start off good, but they ended up doing a decent job at the end. Uh, but anyways, Nyla Rose is still the champ, which I'm good with. I, I think she should stay champion for a while. But I wouldn't be surprised if Statlander becomes champ at some point. I, I think she, she deserves it. Yeah, Statlander is pretty good. I was going to watch because of her, but he said I just got off and uh, was off of the, the things for a little bit. I think I caught the, the ending pretty much. No, I didn't even catch the ending. I caught the next, like halfway, not halfway, the entrance yeah. of the next match. But, yeah, Nyla Rose won, and she should run through competition for maybe at least half a year to nine months, I would and say. And Shida beats her, please. Yeah, I can see her being her. My, my Hikaru Shida, the number one contender. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know Tiff, but I love Hikaru Shida. Yes, I know this. I think I've heard it already on numerous occasions. <laughs> Yeah, she listens to the podcast. So she I, hears it. I, listen, I listen to the podcast. So I hear it. So I've heard it, I don't know, I'm going to say like 57 times, Jesus. even though it hasn't been that long. But, you know. There hasn't even been 57 shows. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say we've heard it about 57 times, even Anyways. on and off the podcast. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll watch myself from now on then. No, it's good because she's. It's good. But, you know, I'm a Nyla Rose fan, so I'm sorry. Oh, I love Nyla Rose. Though. I love her to death. She was... I don't think she should get the hate that she does, but I love her. She was um, nice in person. She was so nice in person. She's a like... cool person. Uh, yeah, I know you, you guys told me that when y'all met her, she was cool. Uh, she's they're just everything. And then she has a Zelda tattoo. That's enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, apparently she's great. Uh, she was on Talk is Jericho also. If y'all haven't heard that, y'all should listen to that. She talks more about the you know that the, the how how that the transition and everything was for her and all that stuff and what she had to go through some of the stuff she has to go through to this day uh, mm-hmm. and how she deals with it and how she has thick skin because of it and whatever and I, I love yeah. which I think she's great. I give Chris Jericho like a pat on the back for defending this woman a lot of times oh, yeah. on he Instagram like I ugh, thank you Chris Jericho for giving people I've come a platform. to realize like Jericho is. A really, really great dude. Yeah, he's, he's, he really is. He tries to help as many, as much, you know, as much as he can with the show, and as many people as he can. And I mean, think about it. Almost every guy that we've said as you know, part of being a like a superstar that they built up or whatever. Mm-hmm. A part of a big part of it's Jericho. Jericho's the one who put over Darby Allen. You know, um, Hangman, uh, Scorpio Sky. Yeah. You know, so. A lot of props to uh, to Jericho. Yeah. Um, well, next match after this was, I didn't get to the entrance, and I'm kind of pissed off. I need to go back and watch it. But um, Cody it. versus MJF. And <laughs> don't, uh, watch it. don't watch the entrance. Um, down. Well, Downstate performed for Cody, so I want to yeah, see that. Yeah. Don't watch it. Why? Was it not good? It sucked. Yeah. That's 
That's well, parts of it suck. I won't be as bad as like everybody was saying it was horrible. Um, it was it was bad, but it, you know you're trying to do this mini concert in an arena that's obviously built for a wrestling show. It's just not going to sound good, anyways. But um, so like I I thought this match was really good. A lot of people gave it a lot of problem. You know they they, they didn't um, talk as highly about it. I thought it was really good. There were a lot of things with it I, I feel could have been done better. But I don't see this being the ending of this rivalry, so it didn't bother me. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm a big Cody fan, but the the most hate on it was uh, Cody's neck tattoo. People need to get the fuck over it. I'm sorry. Wait. It's just bad placement. Like It's just bad. Okay, the tattoo itself is great. The placement sucks. But at the same time, it's not on us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, and, and and we have. Well, I don't know if you do. I don't, Franco, but you don't, right? No, you and Tiff do. Yes, and I'm pretty sure there's people who have told you, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have gotten that there. Maybe I've had a couple of people, especially on my my chest my my chest piece that I do have, that I get told that all the time, and I tell them, well, I mean, did your mother draw this? Or did you draw this or think of it? And they look at me like, no. And I was like, well, it has a meaning to me, but it doesn't have a meaning to you. So it doesn't matter where my placement is. But Cody did say that for him, this is a tattoo he's wanted for a while. And the reason he has it on his neck is because he always wanted it to be shown. Yes. And and, and like, again, I could look at it and be like, oh, hell no. I I would not. Me personally. But like, I was telling Greg... Uh, Telly Rico about this in the car when we were talking about it. It's just the placement of where he put it on his neck. I get it. I was like, if I'm going to get a neck tattoo, I'm putting it dead center where my throat is. Like, if I'm going to go through the pain and the beauty of a tattoo, have it with me forever, I'm going to go where it's the most painful spot. Just because pain is beauty for women. So, I mean, I'd rather get it where it's going to be the most painful. But, I mean, I just don't like the placement. It's huge. It just, just, it just eats his neck. It just... It looks like he has no neck, like no neck Cena with it on. <laughs> like it lo- I just think um Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I think the reason it doesn't look as good as it can be is because he's not tatted. True. He only has one other one. He only has the dream tattooed on his on his left white peck or whatever. Yeah. Hold up. Whenever she's meant said no neck <laughs> Cena, she meant like a wrestling figure into like two thousand seventeen that had no neck on John Cena. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what you meant. Sorry, guys. Yeah. There was so, an... like, I, I can get why people don't like it or whatever, but ultimately it doesn't matter. He yeah. got it. You know, it, it, it means a lot to him. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't want to disrespect it as much as I can, you know, as much as I want it. Like, me personally want to say whatever, I wouldn't because that is a big, big thing for him. Um, some people were like, I didn't enjoy the match because I couldn't stop looking at his tattoo. When I hear that, that's when it's like, okay, I think you have problems. I think you just want to want to point out everybody else's... It, but yeah. to say that you did, you just didn't enjoy the match, you weren't paying attention to the match because of it, I think that's a whole other thing. I think you just weren't paying attention in general. You just exactly. wanted to find something just to, fi- uh, just to find intriguing for you to say, oh, I didn't pay attention to the match, but I don't like where he put his tattoo because I couldn't pay attention to the match. Like, that's just one way of just saying it, but... You know, if you didn't pay attention to the match, you didn't pay attention to the match. Don't drag his tattoo into this. Since we're talking about Cody's tattoo, let's talk about MJF a little bit. MJF is fucking awesome as heel. I love MJF him to death. Um, on Sunday, 
he met a fan. <laughs> I love that. And uh, the fan's dad, or the or actually the fan was the dad, and then he took yeah. his son with him. And MJF, yeah, MJF flicked off, flicked off um, the son, the seven-year-old kid. Yes. And this was hilarious because whenever you see the video, the dad's just like they're smiling and then walks away like laughing, smiling. Yeah. But uh, he went to complain. I guess TMZ and TMZ picked it up, which is TMZ asked uh, asked MJF, you know, what is your comment? And he said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> yeah, uh, he pulled Brock Lesnar pretty much. But look, man, you know, uh, he said he knows. The dad says, "I understand he's a character. I understand he's a heel. You understand." And you see the extent that MJF has done this, which is farther than most people, if anybody today are doing it. Why the hell would you do that and not expect something? Yeah, um, he and said I that. Don't get it. He said that uh, he understood it, but that his kid was um, upset afterwards. Well, that's your fault. As a parent. Yeah, it's stupid. That like... is your fault as a parent. Take some responsibility. You... you think that just because this guy who is a bad guy on TV. And plays a bad guy outside of it because he probably really is an asshole. Do you really think like, oh, okay, well, here's a seven-year-old kid. I'm gonna act nice. Hell no, this dude makes fun of disabled people. Yeah. As a, as his gimmick, I hope. Like as <laughs> as a parent and everything <laughs> as well. Like like for us, we can explain to our kids like, hey, you know, he, he may be he's gonna be a jerk when you meet him. You know, every. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be like that, but like this is his character. This is what he builds he builds his his platform on. So let him be what he wants to be. But I mean, parents into consideration. You know, you're taking your kids to. I mean, MJF has done this for how long? He kept this character for numerous years. I mean, he's not gonna just drop character or drop kayfabe just to satisfy one seven year old kid. Like, come on. Yeah, and it's like, be smart as the father and be like, you know what? If you think at, at any point your son is going to be hurt by it, hey, go take a picture with Cody. <laughs> you know, go, go take a picture with somebody else. Yeah. Speak- Don't go to MJF. Speaking of Cody, And though, it's just stupid. Yeah, uh, Cody won on Twitter afterwards. And he didn't apologize for MJF's behavior. He just said that, hey. Uh, it's not the views of the company. Yeah. Actually, he, well, he put something like that. I think he deleted it. But he ended up telling the, the dad, you know. Give me your name, whatever, uh, whatever shows closest to you. You know, we'll get you in tickets and all. This and stuff. I'll go personally and go say hi to you. Or I was like, man, I, I appreciate Cody doing this, but like, come on. I'm like, fuck you. That was your own decision. You paid money to go see him. Yeah, like you paid the money yeah. to go see MJF. Like people do it, or like, what was it? That one chick that bought her MJF ticket like half off. He only gave her half of the picture, or half of the signature. Like, <laughs> come on, you know what you're getting yourself into when you meet MJF. Like, honestly, exactly. I'm prepared whenever I get to meet MJF because if he sticks a finger at me, I'm gonna stick the finger back at him. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, and then he'll like, and then if you were to put the picture up on Twitter or whatever, he would go to it, he would retweet it and say, look at this hoe that I'm, you know, like, and that's just him. Yeah. You know that it's him, and it's hilarious. If you can't, if <laughs> you really can't is. stand the, it. if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, like, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. But uh, anyways, this match is pretty good. Um, I think Cody is stupid. He got pissed off. He took too much time. He did uh, not one. Not two, or not one, but two uh, crossroads. He was yep. gonna go for a third one, and that's when MJF uh, knocked his ass out with a ring. 
And yeah, he had it in his uh, in his underwear. Yeah, in and MJF just trunks. uh fell on him and pinned him one two three. Yeah, which was the right decision. Uh, MJF definitely should have won. And it, it keeps it going, but as we found out on Dynamite, it's like it's one of those things where this rivalry is going to continue to be there while they're also wrestling other people, which I love that they do that. Yeah. It, like I don't want to. I hate to make the, the comparison, but you don't want it to be like the Roman Reigns. Uh, Baron Corbin thing. Fuck no. You, you know, and 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 that, that's why I really like that direction. Like, you know what? I'm still pissed at you. We still have this rivalry. You know, you might have won, but we're gonna fight again. But in the meantime, this has my attention. You know, or, or you know, just that kind of thing. It's like multiple storylines at once. Like, I, I love that they're gonna do that. Um, but MJF, yeah, he's great. Wardlow too, man. Wardlow, you know, Wardlow. At first, I was just like, hey, you know, big dude, whatever. After that, that cage match. I get a lot of respect for him, but, uh, you know, I think it's, like, underrated right now is his little security guard act is, like, he actually is, like, pretty intimidating looking, you know? And I love, like, when Brandy threw the, the beer in his face, like, the looks and stuff that he gave. Like, I, or at least me personally, I liked it. I, I was like, oh, hell no, as I wouldn't want to throw beer in that dude's face. <laughs> yeah. Nummy. Um, at one point, Arn Anderson got knocked out, and I was expecting yes. uh, him to turn after that, but he didn't end up turning. I think Cody did a big boot to him on accident. Yes, but the thing is, that can probably set up for a reason down the line. Yeah, I was hoping for this time, but we'll see. Yeah, they could probably build more towards that. You know, you never know in his next match or whatever, he accidentally hits him again. You know, something. Any Anything could set that off. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens for with both of them. But I'm glad MJF got the win. Yeah, it was the right call. Um, next match was Orange Cassidy versus Puck. This one was great. I absolutely loved it. This one, I don't know how you felt about it. This one, I loved this match. Yeah, it was great. It was uh, well done. Um, Orange Cassidy is fucking awesome. He really is. Uh, a lot of people haven't seen him wrestle before, and we had already said, uh, I think last week, you know, he's he's a really good wrestler. People don't know it, but he's a really good wrestler. But I love how it was like in spurts, and uh, they didn't like over overdo it. You know what I mean? Uh, and then I like that Pack like played along at first too. Yeah, like, you know, I'm not gonna take him seriously. Whatever he does, the little kicks back to him, he pushes him down. Whatever he thinks, okay, Orange Cassidy isn't gonna do anything. And once Orange Cassidy started doing freaking arm drags with his hands in his pockets, you know, like, things like that. And Pac was like, okay, damn. Like, he, he can wrestle. I love that. I love how they did it. Um, it was so fun. This match was crazy fun. Can we just take a moment to just say thank you, Orange Cassidy, for the best gimmick that I've ever seen? Like... I, I love him to death. Like he's, 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 he's really, really, really good. And I just hope that everyone takes the time to really, really look at any kind of match he's done before AEW, indie wise, everything. Like yeah. he's just amazing. Also, There's a lot of people. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Also, I missed out on a chance or opportunity to meet Orange Cassidy and best friends when an uh. The day after they came for AEW in Corpus, my boss, uh, my boss, my old boss at my old job, um, 
security came looking for me because they knew that I liked wrestling. And they're like, okay, well, they're doing like a little Hot Topic takeover for Rick and Morty over there at our Hot Topic, our local Hot Topic. Well, my boss never called me to tell me that, you know, security came looking for me until I think I came in for my shift. And he's like, oh, yeah, security was came to look for you. And they said that there was a guy named Orange Cassidy, like, here. And then they wanted oh to take God. you to go meet. And I looked and I was like, when they mentioned wrestling, call me. I was already up, ready. Like, ugh, I should have just went in early. I was so you mad. Oh my god. I was so mad. But my boss was like, what? I mean, it's just a wrestler. I was like, just it's a wrestler. Not, this isn't just wrestling. <laughs> like, I was like, it's Orange Cassidy. Someone that I actually really idolized. Like, his whole gimmick Freshly and everything. Squeezed. Like, oh, I was so mad. We could have got to see on that Double or Nothing at StarCast last year, but yeah. Yeah. we didn't end up getting it. Yeah. You already know that the next chance you get to, you just have to take it. Um, there's still people who think he's ruining the business. There's still people who don't get Jim his Cornette. gimmick. At this point, if you don't get it and you think that he's ruining the business, get the fuck out. You're the problem. I was like, no, get the like, fuck out. You, you are the problem. Um, Jim Cornette. He's great. Jim Cornette. He is great. He showed that he can really wrestle. I love the whole he's going to try thing. Like, oh, it was absolutely amazing. I, I loved it. Um, so he's you know he's out there. Um, best friends were out there with them, which I, I also love them. Trent and Chucky Tier, great too. But um, the Lucha Bros actually came out, did a distraction, uh, attacked the best friends, distracted Orange Cassidy, and uh, hit the uh, he got the brutalizer locked in on him. They mm-hmm. got him to got him to give up. But God, I, I love that match. I have seen that match like three or four times. It's I've seen uh, the segments floating around of Orange Cassidy, but yeah, that match was fucking awesome. Amazing. Um, next up after this was, I don't have anything in front of me, was it the main event? It was the main event. It was Chris Jericho, Le Champion, Le Champion. versus John Moxley. Um, this match was a fight. Uh, this wasn't a wrestling match by any means. Um... Moxley came out from outside of the arena. Uh, you know, came in, came in, and uh, Jericho had a damn choir sing, sing Judas, which I thought was really good, too. Um, and like I said, it was a fight. It was a nasty, nasty wrestling match. Um, Jericho, I mean, uh, Moxley went and bit Jericho's stitches. Uh, they fought in the crowd. I they did a really good job with this. I saw a lot of people complaining. There were a lot of things that Jericho did that he could have gotten disqualified for. And the announcers did a good job by saying he's trying to get himself disqualified because, like the lexicon, he says he wasn't going to wrestle Moxley, right? And so he's trying to get himself disqualified. And they made it a point to say that Aubrey, you know, it's her referee discretion. If she wants to stop the match, she can. And they're saying, of course, it's a championship match. It means a lot for the company. She's not going to allow it to happen. I thought that was really good um, in that explanation. And, of course, Aubrey's amazing. Um, and, yeah, it was it was real back and forth. And eventually, um, the rest of the inner circle came out. And they were attacking Moxley. Aubrey saw, kicked them out. Oh, well, all of them except for Sammy. Sammy Guevara came out with the belt. 
uh, hit Moxley right in the forehead, busted him open. He has two cuts over his right eye. Uh, he was bleeding like crazy. And uh, he still had the eye patch on, right? And, and uh, anyway, so he's going back with Jericho. And eventually he shows that he's not injured in the eye. He can see. And he ends up doing the, uh, the paradigm shift to Jericho. And he got the win. Uh, I, it was weird, man. Like, if you had asked me maybe like two, three months ago, I probably would have said like Jericho should be the champ for a long time, which he was. He was I think he was a champ for like six months, but I felt like he could have been a champ for like a year, year and a half. And then the closer it got to Revolution, the more it was like, with either outcome, I'd be happy. Like I, I wouldn't have cared because Jericho was a great champion, but Moxley was, you know, he was such a. Uh, he was built up so so well that it made sense if he wanted to. And, uh, yeah, I was going to be happy either way, but with Moxley winning, that I thought that was a really, really good decision. And um, after the match, he, you know, he's cutting this promo. He's saying, you know, we a year ago we talked, whatever we were saying, we we're going to bring pro wrestling back. You know, I love this stuff, whatever, whatever. And it was hilarious. He's, he's like coming up with all this stuff on the fly so there were times when he's quiet you know just walking around and they start playing his music thinking he's gonna leave he's like hey, hey, hey what the fuck <laughs> and he's just like you know you know the the belt belongs to all of you and and i'm gonna i'm a fighting champion all that stuff whatever and all right i'm out of here it's beer o'clock I, I need to go down some whiskey like i thought it was a great way to end the show yeah um match was great i i, I loved it i fell asleep the during it I watched the first time Saturday because I worked it during the morning, mm. and um, whenever I woke up, I was surprised as fuck because I didn't really. It's like Jericho's gonna keep it. He has to retain it, lose it the following pay per view. But no, I was like, okay. Moxley won it. That's pretty cool. Saw his promo. Uh, I rewatched the next day, of course. But the match was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think like I don't know if you had seen it, like the countdown to it or whatever, and. They talked up how, like, Moxley's been training with Randy Couture from the UFC and all this stuff, you know, and, and uh, getting better at MMA or whatever. And there was a point in the match where Jericho locks in the Lion Tamer, and he reversed it by turning it into, I, I want to say, like, the ankle lock or, or something. And, again, it was another thing where it's like they're calling back to this and, you know, the whole UFC thing. And I, I just thought it was really good. Yeah, I just want to point out that um, the AEW title... Both um, guys have been former WWE guys, so it's TNA all over again. No, it is not. Calm <laughs> down. <laughs> if, goes, if both guys can work their asses off and actually be over, I think it's fine. Um, I'm surprised no one's made a meme yet that, you know, Moxley's the youngest AEW champion. They did? I've seen, I've seen it. Oh, I haven't seen any memes at all of it. Yeah. yeah, they were like, he's the youngest. Have you noticed that? Like, okay, so Goldberg wins, right? He's 53 years old, and everybody was coming out with Goldberg's old, Brock Lesnar's old, Jericho's old, you know, everybody who's who's older, right, or 40 or whatever. And then right after that, PCO, I don't know if you, you saw that too in Ring of yeah. Honor, right? He's 51. And literally, what, the not even a week later? But not Fox even a, like two days later. Huh? Two days later. Two days later, yeah, yeah. It's, Moxley's 34. Uh, the one who beat PCO, I think, is in his 30s as well. Um, so, and well, of course, you know, Lesnar and Goldberg still have it, and Adam Cole. But, you know, I, I thought that was 
world champions and then two days later <laughs> it's like okay we're kind of kind of back down in the age yeah um i first saw the meme on uh whenever as soon as super showdown finished i saw that meme oh only uh two top promotions wrestling promotions have a uh, Champ, champions are young and uh, Nick and Aldis. Cole wasn't on it, right? Yeah, Nick Aldis and Tessa Blanchard. I was like, yeah, not count Adam Cole because isn't that like the third brand? Isn't that a major? I consider that still a major NXT World Title. So I mean, like uh, I consider it, you know, a, a major promotion. But I think the outside looking in, they probably don't. They just see it as oh, it's just another WWE. Like people still call Raw SmackDown main roster. But yeah, but that was the thing they had the the Goldberg. The Universal WWE title, I'm like, you're stupid. Ball yeah, job, but the NXT champ is there, and, and Adam Cole has been uh, like freaking amazing as champion too. Yeah. But anyways, so that was Revolution. I thought it was really good. Um, you know, you said you thought it was really good too. Uh, I didn't. A lot of people said it was the best AEW pay per view. I don't believe it was, but I thought it was really, really good. What? What's really, What's the best for you? Honestly, like, probably Full Gear. <laughs> and, and I don't think anybody would choose Full Gear. But I really loved the uh, unsanctioned match with Moxley and Omega. Yeah, that was a good match. But uh... like, I loved everything about it. I'm a sick fuck. A lot of people did. You know, there were a lot of people who either loved it or hated it. And I'm in that category of, like, I absolutely loved it. And I felt like that pushed it over for me. Yeah, that was a good match. I enjoyed it. My favorite's been uh, Double or Nothing since I was there live, but also because uh, Dustin, Dustin and Cody had like one of the best, Matt, the best match of the year. year last year. Yeah. And deservedly so. I would say that there's still a match in AEW so far, the best match. Second is a yeah. tag team match, but by like not by much. Um, you want to answer AEW? Yeah, so Dynamite? Yeah. Or uh, well, actually, before we do that. I just want to say, I don't know if you saw Raw, but um, uh, we know what's in Rowan's cage. Yeah, okay, let, let's let's get to the shitty part <laughs> later. Let's let's continue on the good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, no Wednesday. Right. So that might happen on Wednesday. Uh, I thought it was a good show, but an interesting show because they said it was kind of like a I don't want to say a reset, but. There was a lot of new storylines and stuff that was that, that that came out of this. It's very interesting. Like it, it had me asking a lot of questions, but in the best way. Uh, Moxley came out cutting his promo, but it was basically the same stuff that he was saying at the end of, of Revolution. And anyways, Jericho comes out, says he, he called Moxley a cheater because Jericho was training to wrestle a dude with one eye. And Moxley lied and had, you know, was able to see from both, which I thought was hilarious. Um, they were chanting something, too. I, for, I forgot what the hell the crowd was chanting that he was like, shut your ass. You guys can't even chant in unison. So they started chanting shut your ass to him, uh, to Jericho in unison, which I thought was great. Anyways, um, they're talking about their, their main event match, which is going to be Darby Allen and Moxley versus uh, Le, Le Sex Cuts. <laughs> Sammy and Jericho and he said that if Moxley is able to actually walk out of AEW um, that Jericho would take a 60 day leave of absence and his tour is coming up soon 
So it made sense. Like, okay, the dude's going to leave. Anyways, uh, SCU and Cocabana go up against the Dark Order. Again, I thought it was a decent match. It was really a good showcase for Cocabana. Uh, Cocabana did his, uh, I think it's called Chicago Sunrise or something, his special move or finisher. I thought it was really cool. Um, and the Dark Order actually lost, which was which I thought was weird. But uh, as soon as they lost, Evil Uno got on the mic and was like, you know, Exalted One is going to be pissed or whatever. We'll see what's going to happen with that. Um, after that was a squash match, Big Swole versus Leva Bates. I like Big Swole. I, I don't know if you like Big Swole, but I, I like her. Yeah, I'm, I'm high up on her. She's pretty good. Yeah. Um, she has a lot of charisma. Like, a lot. So... She has she has a lot more character than most of the women on the roster. Besides Britt Baker, who was on commentary. I love Britt Baker as a heel. I think she's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's basically a squash match. And then um, right after that, Cody came out. Right? And he's saying, you know... He, what he was basically saying was, this is a personal match, right, that he had against MJF, but... Because he already lost the match, is supposed to go into professional, which is, you know, MJF gets paid, or they both get paid, MJF gets paid more, whatever, whatever. He doesn't know if after all the lashes and the cage match, whatever, he can just go back to it being professional. He wants it to be personal. And he says, the only way I can get over this is if MJF comes out right now and tells me to my face that he beat me fair and square. And instead of MJF coming out, Jake the freaking Snake Roberts comes out. Say that again? And... Jake the freaking Snake Roberts. <laughs> okay. This tripped me out. When I saw it, I was like, what the hell's going on? And he comes out looking creepy, creepy. He's just a creepy man. And this dude cuts probably one of the, for me at least, I, one of the best promos AEW has had. And I think it's his voice. He's like real raspy. He, can't, he, he had a throat injury. And he can't yell anymore. I don't know what it is, man. It's just creepy. And this dude is like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing you bitch. Uh, I never bitched about any loss I've had, whatever, whatever. That's not why I'm here. I'm here because there's a darkness coming to AEW. And, you know, I have a client coming in. Uh, I don't want a piece. I, I don't want the pie. I just want your piece or something like that. I don't want the pie. I just want your slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And then he goes... So, a wise man once told me, don't ever turn your back on somebody you respect or fear. And he proceeds to just turn his back on Cody and throw the mic in the air. Like, it was like the best mic drop moment I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the promo was fucking great. The promo was crazy. It was chilling to me. Um, who do you think is, is his client? I was hoping for Lance Archer. Is that That's why they went by right, Lance Archer, because there's a lot of names. Um, yeah. I could have sworn they advertised Lance Archer, Archer to appear on Dynamite this so week. So they did. Uh, they did, and it was a last-minute creative change for whatever reason. But here's my thing. Okay, so when I'm when I'm looking at this, right, I feel like it's Brody or Luke Harper, right? But think of it. What if, what if it's this? What if AEW, which I couldn't find the tweet, or I don't even know if it was a tweet or if they said it, lie but what if they had said next week we're going to hear about lance archer or hear you know something like that right and lance archer didn't come out this show what if that was that you're hearing about lance archer and jake is his 
mouthpiece. I, I would. I was hoping. I was thinking it was gonna be Lance Archer. I wasn't hoping, but um, if I don't think Lance Archer needs a mouthpiece, I don't think so either. But you know, what's a good example of somebody who I don't feel needs a mouthpiece, but did great with a mouthpiece. Um, CM Punk with Paul Heyman. Oh yeah, that was great. So it's like because immediately I was like, well, Luke Harper, which Luke Harper is not a bad talker by any means. No, he's not. But he's also not really known as a talker, right? But think about that. CM Punk had Paul Heyman. And CM Punk has cut, I mean, he cut the pipe bomb. So, what if it is something like that? I, Lance Archer is a total package to me. I think he could do everything at a really good rate, including talk. What if he has Jake the Snake Roberts as his guy? Like, it's not Brody Lee. That would be a trip, dude. Yeah, it'll be pretty good. Um, I Brody Lee, I think, would be great by himself on the mic. Yeah. Or if he's the exalted one, would be pretty badass. But I want him as a singles competitor because he was good on the mic in WWE whenever he was by himself as well. And uh, I would love to hear him more on the mic by himself. Yeah. So that's why it's like I don't think I'd be disappointed with either or. But what if that was done on purpose, right? Like if it turns out to be Lance Archer, I think that'd be. Like a stroke of genius to be like, you're going to hear about him. But we take it as, oh, okay, he's going to come out, right? Then instead, they didn't have him come out. But little do we know, Jake was talking about him. I, I, I think that'd be freaking crazy, dude. I have no idea. You know, I, of course, I don't know if that's what's going to happen or if it is going to be Brody Lee. Either way, I think it's going to be pretty cool whenever, whenever he shows up. Yeah, I'm excited for whoever Jake, whoever the client is for Jake the Snake because that was a badass promo. Hopefully, he yeah. continues with his badass promos. And either way, Brody Lee, Lance Archer, I think they're going to both do great in AEW. So I'm excited for everything. Yeah, he's just a chilling presence. Um, right after that, we had uh, Pac versus Chucky e. T, Chuck Taylor. Um, again, I thought it was a decent match. Man, Pac is something else, though. I freaking love Pac. Um, but, anyways. At the end of the match, uh, he got Chuck Taylor in the Brutalizer, uh, won the match. Orange Cassidy and Trent come in, or actually Trent comes in face-to-face with Pac. Orange Cassidy comes in, you know, pretty much tells him, like, hey, I got this, whatever. And the Lucha Bros come out. They super kick the hell out of Orange Cassidy from the front and the back, which I'm sure Tiff did not like. I fucking hated it. I was cringe. <laughs> like, I freaking cringed because that, like... The way it looked, it just looked so it was very bad. I was like, Cassidy, they're squeezing you. I can't watch. <laughs> like, you know, I, I get the meaning of freshly squeezed, but this is not what I meant. <laughs> right. You know? Uh, ew, yeah, it, that one looked like it hurt. Um, they start, you know, kicking all their asses. And then Pat gets the mic and says that they're, they're together now mm-hmm. as the death triangle. I don't know Spanish, so I can't say exactly what it was in Spanish, but it sounded even better in Spanish. Uh, Triangle de la Muerte. Yeah. Try, uh, How do you say it? I don't fucking know. I just said something stupid. And Well, it's... Uh, de, de, I can't... I know it's de la Muerte, but it's, yeah. I, I can't Triangle say the triangle. Triangle de la Muerte. Tri- yeah, it's Triangle. basically tri- a triangle in Spanish. Well, yeah, it's triangle in Spanish. I don't know what triangle in Spanish is. Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> triangle. Either way, I'm pretty excited for that because... All three of those guys, fucking brutal. Hits and yeah, brutal. Like that's just a word for them. Like every kick or punch that they throw, just 
look stiff as hell. Yes. They look like they hurt you. My thing. And then you add in the fact that they can all do the crazy <laughs> acrobatic stuff. Yeah, as well. the whole high flying shit. Damn. Like... My thing <clears throat> is that they're making all these damn fucking stables. Get over it. <laughs> We got all these damn stables, and I don't know, I just don't... I've okay. never been he big on tag okay. teams. So last night, once this happened, he actually messaged me and was like, they have way too many fucking stables. I didn't say that. Or I factions. said they, there's My too bad. many. Factions. Okay. No, now, I said stables. there is the rumor going around that they are going to add, uh, like, a trios belt. It's either that, or it's going to be something along the lines of that tag team belt, whatever, under Freebird rules, or you know, something like that. Yeah. They're going to do something. But, I think he just needs to get over it. I mean, but, to think about it, know. though, whenever they first were starting to come out with this whole AEW, the All of all Elite Wrestling... All they Matt, talked about was tag teams. Yeah, Matt and, uh, Matt and Nick talked about this being, like, a home for tag team wrestling. Like, this, and they've done a great job with that. <laughs> they've done an A-plus job keeping this up. Like, I know they're adding, like, faction after stable after fa- Like, it's a lot, but, like, they have good fucking, like, factions right now. SCU's one of them. They have literally best SCU, friends. SCU, Dark Order, best friends, Death Triangle, the Elite. Yeah. Uh, Inner Circle. Inner Circle. one person with them. You know, like, I think they had Kip Sabian with them for a little bit. Like, I think everybody has been in some point. They've all been in a trios match or a sick match. And I am not upset about it at all. I I love it. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't Ring of Honor have, like, a six-man yeah. champion or something like that? Yeah, I believe so. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, they were in Ring of Honor. It's probably something that they pick up from it. Um, I think what bothers you is that they haven't announced anything yet. So all you're seeing is all the the, the tags. But, um, but it's good yeah, stuff, I was, though. I, like... I was telling him earlier, because he told me, I just don't like tag teams or you haven't been enjoying it as much right tag teams or whatever i've never i've never been a fan yeah i've never been a fan of tag team wrestling (laughs) and i think what it is i've heard it a lot a lot of people i don't don't like this i don't like this and it's something with wwe that messed it up for him i just think like hey man it's somewhere it's another place just try to enjoy it to be fair i mean if you i know you've watched enough now i mean if you still don't like it you just don't like it but to be fair WWE messes up everybody because they're the main promotion so you gotta calm down with that shit. There's a lot of stuff that, like, people think are WWE rules that aren't. You know, or, oh, well, this company needs to do it this way because that's how WWE does it. No. They can no, do whatever the not. hell they want to do. That is company. WWE's way, not wrestling's way. But, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. Death Triangle? Come on, man. Say it in Spanish for me again. I don't know if that's the right term. Right word. I don't care. Just say it. Triangle. 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 Whatever. You know what really got it over for me though? Triangle what is, <laughs> You know what really got it over for me though? Is they pick up Orange Cassidy's head and Pentagon is just biting his ear. I love that. I was it like, just looked brutal. I loved it. They're trying to take a bite out of Orange. But it made me hate them so much to see that. Yeah. But it was great. I was like, Orange, no. Like <laughs> he's not ready yet. He's not ripe enough. Like you can't just do that. Oh, he's the ripest. Oh, he's that. <laughs> I mean, of anyway. course, because he has to be freshly squeezed. But, but no he, it it was just really good. Like, I love what they're doing. I love the build that they're getting to it. And honestly, I love. I, I mean, I love um, 
Ooh, my God, Lucha Bros. Like, they're, they're amazing. Yep. So any anything that Both they do, them. it's like ugh, fire. I'm start. I really didn't like that they turned heel, but I'm I'm really really like like I've come to really love them as heels. Oh yeah. They're so, they're so damn brutal. I they're, love it. They're badasses. That's what they <laughs> and are. And they're still so over because they get that uh yellow over so much. <laughs> Um, right after that, we had a QT Marshall versus Jake Hager. I really like this match. I, I feel like this was how they should have done. Well, not exactly, but it was shorter. And then more straight to the point, it made Jake look really, really, really strong. Um, and I get it. I mean, it's QT Marshall. It's not Dustin. But I, I, I definitely enjoyed this match a lot more than I did the Revolution match. Um, here, they made Jake Hager look, look like he kicked some ass, man. Yeah, I like QT Marshall a little bit uh, in this match. No, I like QT Marshall. I just, Jake Hager looked really good in this. Yeah, I've never been big on QT Marshall, but uh, this match made me put him over a little bit. I was like, okay, he's pretty good. They were throwing signed apples into the crowd, and I thought that was so hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you saw that. It was in the picture-in-picture, and everybody was tweeting about it. And and I guess, like, before they started throwing, QT got on the mic during the picture-in-picture and was like, so, you know, these apples are signed, and I'm really afraid to throw them at you guys because they're hard. But, you know, whatever, and they just start throwing throwing apples. I thought that was so funny. But, um, yeah, I think they did a great job. And then, I don't know if you had noticed, but JR during the match was like, you know, when all this stuff with, you know, Moxley and Jericho is going on, Moxley faced everybody but Hager. So... Hager could end up getting a, a championship match down the line or whatever. I thought that was really good to say. Because I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, Hager and Mox are pretty good. Yeah. And I'm sure people would bitch and be like, oh, WWE, whatever, whatever. But I feel like the way that they've built both of them up in this way, it's just a lot better than what they could have done or what they did with them before. Yeah. Uh, and then that brought us to the main event, man. Moxley and Darby Allen versus Jericho, Sammy Guevara. Um, <clears throat> everybody comes out except for Moxley. Once Moxley's coming out, uh, three guys in masks go and they they just destroy him. And it's revealed to be that it's uh, uh, proud, proud and powerful and uh, Hager. Yeah, this was so funny. They knock out Moxley. This was funny. Uh, uh, me and Tim were watching it, and you know they're in the mask whenever in the hoods. And I was like, oh, okay, it's the inner circle. Tiff was like, I don't think it's Dude, they were they were there at the beginning of the show. Yeah, Tiff was like, I don't think it's them because uh, it's like the tall one doesn't look that extremely tall like Hager does. Mm-hmm. And then once they took, I was like, I was like, look, I was like, that small one right there is Ortiz. You can hear him, you know, because he was saying some shit in the mask. It's like you hear his voice, him saying, you know, we always say the best, the, the best, best, the best. The best. <laughs> and um, she's like, no, it's not that. So Hager uh, took off his mask. She's like, oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, so they knock out Moxley, them. right? Or they put him in the sleeper, and all this stuff, right? He tries to fight back. Darby's protesting, like, "Hey, man, I don't care. Make this a handicap match." And they do. And again, Darby Allen is a freaking star, man. He is so damn over with everybody. I absolutely love him. Um the things that he does. And then at the same time, I mean, Sammy and Jericho look great too. Oh, yeah. I, I would have never thought that this is what would have happened. You know? I, I really did not. And, um, 
so it becomes a, a handicap match. You know, they're going back and forth. My favorite part is when Sammy gets the hot tag, or, or he gives the hot tag to uh, Jericho, right? No, 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 Jericho did to Sammy. And then Darby goes to his corner and, like, tags himself in. Yeah. <laughs> shit was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, what? what? Yeah, he uh, got the hot tag to himself, and, like, he had that uh, spark of energy again. That was pretty funny. Yes. Yeah, it was real cool. Uh, and then it ended, which is so crazy, because the, the announcer didn't catch it. But there's an actual replay of it from the front. It, it looks devastating. Um, Darby, well, you know, like, torpedoes out, right? And Jericho does a Judas effect mid-flight. Like, I thought it looked so damn cool. And, uh, yeah, man, like, the announcer didn't catch it. I think Excalibur was the one that was like, I, I think he hit the Judas effect. And, no, uh, Excalibur yeah. said that he uh, sidestepped. Yeah, yeah, they, they thought he sidestepped it. But if you look, uh, they like I said, somewhere they have a on Twitter they have the uh, like the front view, mm-hmm. and yeah, he actually got him. Looks like he got him pretty good. Uh, gets the pin, and uh, Moxley starts coming out right. He has the chair. He's all hurt, whatever. And the inner circle just beats the hell out of him. Like I thought, you know, because Lance Archer hadn't came out yet. Okay, well, maybe Lance Archer's gonna do something. It didn't get to that point, and I thought, okay, well, you know, Moxley's the the babyface, right? I mean, babyface is going to stand tall at the end of the show. Like, there were so many different things I was thinking of. And then I just remembered at the very beginning when Jericho was cutting that promo, he was like, you know, you made a mistake and now, you know, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be the guys you don't fuck with. And, yeah, they definitely weren't, man. They beat the hell out of Moxley and then they do the shield power bomb off the, off the, uh, the ramp or whatever. And they all throw the finger at him. It's definitely meme worthy. Yeah, I mean, and, meme I know, yeah, I know you made a meme out of it. And oh man, that was, you know, with Jericho saying like, okay, well, if I, you know, if you're not able to, if you walk out of here, I'm gonna go on hiatus for sixty days, and uh, you know, you find out that he has a tour coming up and all this stuff. It's like, okay, what's well, perfect, right? Like he's gonna go. Like that's a very WWE thing, though. Like you expect it, right? That's a very Jericho thing, actually, because Jericho's the one who always does it. Well, Jericho too, but I mean, I mean, in the sense that like it, it didn't happen, right? Like that's where it was like, okay, that that's because you would think like, okay, well, yeah, of course, Moxie's gonna win, or at some point during the match, Moxie's gonna come out, they're gonna win, and then Jericho's gonna go on tour, and it didn't work out at all that way. It was unpredictable. I loved it. And I love that ending. That ending shot of the five of them throwing the finger at the camera or at Moxley, whatever. I thought it was great. Yeah. That was honestly the best shot, like, uh, that I've yeah. seen. Like, literally. Like, it was a really good shot. And that's because Rick was always telling me that AEW never has meme-worthy shots. And bam, there it is. All, yeah, they do a lot of them. I just never send them to you. My bad. Yeah, you need something to me if you want me to do AEW memes. Because you, you're the one that bitches like, oh, you have AEW memes. You never do, man. I, oh, I'm sorry I'm not on Twitter. So I, know, I know you like NXT better, but come on. Honestly, I have more w- Raw and SmackDown memes just because they... Well, it's because they're stupider shows. Yeah. <laughs> NXT hasn't been giving me good memes either. Yeah. Anyways, you want to get into NXT? Uh, we'll start from the beginning with SmackDown. Um, oh. Goldberg came out, said uh, it's not about the past, it's about right now. 
uh, Who's Next, Wolverines came out, said I'm next. Moving on from that, that's the stupidest thing ever. Moving on. Um, even though, no, even though they had, what, a couple weeks ago they, announced that they were no. going to have an elimination chamber? They, that's completely they, scrapped now. They never announced anything. The... I thought they did. The, no, the the arena advertised it. That's what people are. are oh, they advertise. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, because people are bitching about it. And, like, WWE never announced shit. They advertised it, but you know, subject card subject to change and shit. But um, yeah, I thought they had announced it. I was gonna say, uh, I knew that they had said something about it, but I, I guess WWE didn't themselves did. Yeah. Um, what else happened? John Cena towards the ending. I can't remember the in between. John Cena came out at the ending and said that he is not wrestling at WrestleMania because he doesn't want to take a spot from anybody on the card. Walks away. He actually cut a pretty good promo. Really good promo. Uh, walks away. Been a good promo. Yeah. But he walks away, gets the ramp, the lighting goes off, behind him is the fiend. And this shot was actually perfect shot. Yeah, it was great. Also meme worthy. And um, the fiend just pointed to the sign, WrestleMania sign, and John Cena just sipped the hat, so he gained that match. Yeah. You know, any wrestling, wrestling without John Cena is worse than, like, not having John Cena there. I, I, I really love John Cena. I really didn't before, and I feel really bad. Yeah. Because and you kind of see, like, how it is without him. <laughs> yeah, I, I hated him before, but now I'm missing him just because he had all this corny shit, but he turned it yeah. all into good shit, and no one yeah. can do that anymore. Such good shit. But yeah, yeah, that's why I'm on SmackDown. Oh, uh, they also announced the Elimination Chamber match. Uh, tag team. The tag team, yeah. And yeah. now they're going to have a gauntlet tonight, I think. Yeah. Uh, whatever team wins or whatever Is left. comes out of the chamber last, yeah. This was stupid, though, because the Miz Morse came out. They were celebrating. Some dude ran out to um, Greg Hamilton, the announcer, whispered in his ear. He announced it. I don't know who the fuck that guy was. Doesn't matter. <laughs> And then the Usos came out. They had a match. These guys just won the tag titles 24 hours ago at Super Showdown. And they lose their first match. Not for a tag title, but they lose their first match to a tag team. Like, that is stupid booking. Completely. Yeah. I don't know what you expected, buddy. I I don't know. But the Usos picked up the win. And, um, yeah. I think that was my count. Yeah. Raw opened up with Brock Lesnar... And Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman came out to uh, talk some shit. He talked about, which no one's talking about on Twitter that I've seen yet, that um, it's not about the main event at WrestleMania. So I'm thinking this is going to lead to Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre opening up again, like how Brock Lesnar did last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm down with that. And um, Hey, man, as long as McIntyre wins, I don't care. Yeah, he called McIntyre a bitch. McIntyre came out. Um, Brock Lesnar was laughing. He was about to walk away, and then McIntyre... He turned back around, McIntyre did the... We all know that this match is going to be the main event for WrestleMania, though. Paul Heyman said it himself. It's a main event. It's He's a main event. Yeah, but then he talked yeah. He talked about that the main event doesn't matter. Yeah, but... That's what I was saying. I hope, I hope they just put Goldberg, it in the middle. I think Goldberg, Roman Reigns is going to be the main event. I swear, if they put that as... A, Give me a women's match for a main event. My again. main event, my main event is Edge versus Randy Orton. Thank you. That now, I think that's what should be the main event because that is one of the few storylines that I feel has been great, like from beginning to and, end. And to on. What, yeah. Um, which we're gonna get into in a little bit, but um, I feel like they're gonna have 
Roman versus Goldberg as the main event. And I don't think it should be. And then I wouldn't be surprised if Brock and McIntyre is the beginning. And then uh, Edge and Randy Orton is the uh, match before the main event. Actually, they might have a Becky Lynch and stuff before us. That might be in the middle of the card. I don't know. I don't know how it'll go, of course, but I would not be surprised if it's Roman Goldberg as the main event. I swear to God, if it's not Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, I'm going to flip my shit. As the main event? You want that as the main event? I would rather that as the main event. And then have I mean, Goldberg rather, and Roman Reigns. I'd rather have Goldberg. I'd rather have Goldberg and Reigns on the pre-show. So let's yes. be honest. That is not going to be on the pre-show. <laughs> but like we all know that Roman and Goldberg, it's it's going to be like either like a quick match. Oh, it definitely is. It's definitely so, going to be under five minutes, and it's going to be spear, spear, Superman punch, spear, Jack, half-ass Jackhammer. So it's spear, going to spear. be like second to <laughs> second to the main event. Like the main event's going to be the women's match. With Charlotte and Rhea, and then it'll be, you know, for the set before them, it'll be Roman Reigns and Goldberg, you know, just to get people all worked up and mad. And then they're going to have something that's going to be like straight fire as like the main event. But because I was mentioning Superman punches, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't mean to go back to AEW, but uh, Orange Cassidy did one of the best Superman punches that I've ever seen. I love it. Just so you know. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Lesnar leaves the ring, goes to the ramp. He's visibly pissed, turns around, boom, another Claymore. And then he gets up again, and he does a third Claymore. And, oh, uh, McIntyre was celebrating so much, you could see Lesnar on the floor, like, pick up the title. Yeah. <laughs> McIntyre picked up the title, and uh, it was a great shot. It was it really another was. meme-worthy shot. It was good. Um, what happened after this? Well, I don't know what happened after, but um, I just know that the, the very beginning Sorry. was good. The very end was good. Some in the, the middle was good. Was right but whatever was bad was horrible. Uh, we'll take... The tag, team ma- the tag team title match. Oh, yeah. The Street that, Profits. It was, right, it was right after the... Pro- it was that right after that promo. Street Profits took on uh, Rollins and Murphy for the tag titles. And if uh, Profits lost, this was our last time Ten. fighting for the titles. See, so I was really happy with the outcome. I hated that. The smoke. Like, they've wrestled, what, like, five times on the wall? Like, they're always backstage or doing something like that, you know? And now, I think they've, have they, have they fought for the championship before, right? Like, what? Twice. Yeah, Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, if you don't win this, you never can. Like, I just thought that was dumb. Because it's like, they're, they barely wrestle anyways. But, anyways. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty stupid stipulation. That's just but... Me but for the most part, though, I did love the outcome. I was super freaking happy because they did it in their hometown. Which WWE never does. Yeah. Which I was and excited. Montez Ford's a freaking... That dude should be a champion one day. Yes. I love them. So we wanted like to Angela, smoke. And we I like Dawson smoke. too, but... Oh, man. Dawson still needs some work, though. Yeah. He does. He does. But it, it was a good match, all in all. Uh, I heard... I wasn't really paying attention or watching. I don't remember if I was getting my phone set up or sitting down to eat. But I know I looked over because I heard the music and I was like, did they win? He's all, yeah, they won. I was like, oh my God. Uh-huh. Something that I really wanted to happen and it finally happened. So I was pretty ecstatic. People were always saying, uh, they were saying that it finally happened. That's about time. You know, they're avoiding, they didn't even tell us for so long. 
It's like yeah, I wouldn't say about I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I was like, if you're a tag team, like, do you really like? Someone said, oh, they should get into them as soon as they got on Raw. I was like, do you really want that to happen? Because like, for tag teams, that's pretty much it. Once you get titles, there's nothing else for tag teams. Yeah. Unless you go to SmackDown, but even then, like, it's still the same thing. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty dumb, but I mean, it they've only fought for the titles I think twice. This was their time, and yeah. um, I thought they deserved it, so I liked it. This is pretty. Pretty much building up so they can win. They're probably going on to WrestleMania to as they should face um, authors of pain. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. And Rollins probably end up facing Kevin Owens or yeah, he is something along I that. I think that's already. I think that's already booked. No, it's not. Not yet. Not not yet. Not officially. Okay, there might have been a Wrestling Observer or something that already said it's going to happen, or it's what's planned to happen at least. Yeah, you and Dave uh, Meltzer, man. Huh? You and Dave Meltzer. Look, man, you got to realize, as far as, like, actually getting, the, for the most part, the correct stuff, him and Brian are actually pretty on point, buddy. I know you don't like Brian, but... It's, it's Meltzer I don't like. I don't care about Brian, Meltzer I don't know who he is. Me off. But whenever he... When he's not giving his opinion, when he's actually saying, like, what is planned, for the most part, he's right. So that's why I listen. But he does piss me off when he gives his opinions, because... I- Sometimes he shits on WWE too much, which I, I think is crazy how you can do that too much. But then there are times when, like, fans can overly love something on AW, on NXT, on any one of them, and he'll be the one that's like, oh, I didn't think they did it this way, whatever, whatever. So that kind of pisses me off. I like Brian. Brian, and I think, I forgot something happened a long time ago that you were like, I hate Brian because he said something. I love Brian, man. You're talking about Brad Shepard. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought you said yeah. Brian. Okay, yeah. No, but Brian no, Alvarez is badass. Dude. Brad Shepard, I don't know who the fuck Brian Alvarez is. He's, I know he's the other guy on the podcast, but... like, uh, He's the main guy, actually. He, he shows up more than Dave does. Oh, okay, well then I, I don't know anything about him. I know he has a podcast, okay. but yeah. Brad Shepard is the one I fucking hate because he's a little Twitter troll, and I, I shouldn't hate him because he's a veteran. I respect that, but he's just... He gets I'm a, a veteran and you hate me. I don't. I, it's a gimmick, but... um. <laughs> Uh, I just hate him because he goes off on Twitter and whenever he, he he hates who did he hate recently that was stupid um, it wasn't AJ Styles he hates someone that's he's, like really good in the so ring. he's hating on AJ Styles come uh, on not Ricochet who the fuck was he was he hating on he was hating on someone that was really good then like dude yeah. you're stupid if you don't, if you don't like him you're fucking stupid okay that's that's something else so as soon as we get off man I'm gonna go I'm gonna go check his stuff out. Yeah, he don't don't even give him that time, man. It's stupid. He thinks I'm not he's follow him. I just want to go see what he said. He thinks he's a like a big shot guy. He has like yeah maybe two thousand followers on Twitter, and people are always just shitting on him. That's the reason he's relevant, pretty much. Yeah. But um, anyways, after Street Profits. But anyways, yeah, Riddick Moss and Ricochet went up against each other for the twenty four seven. Like, I don't like that um, they schedule matches and. Like, you notice that? They're yeah. like schedule matches, and then there's also point with the 24-7 title. And then there's also points when they're like, oh, well, it, it can't be defended at this time. It's like, what's the point of the 24-7? I challenge? think they're going away from that, and they're just trying to make it a television title where it's defended on TV. Well, let's hope that they do, because I, I, I don't... It's not funny anymore. Or at least it hasn't been funny to me in a long time. Not since they lost it. Last. So Riddick Moss is, has held the title the longest. I think at like 26 days, which that flew. Uh, he went up against Ricochet, which I think should have never happened. 
Ricochet was just in a match for the, was it the WWE yeah. title? The WWE Championship against Brock Lesnar. And of course, he got squashed. And then he loses to Riddick Moss. Four-day span. In a four-day span. That is buried. <laughs> and there was reports that have been said he has given up on Ricochet. I wish Ricochet could leave and be Prince Puma, like he was in Lucha Underground. But I think he has like seven years on that contract, man. <laughs> like he's going to be there for a while. So unless they turn this into it, like he keeps losing and he somehow builds him up or whatever, I don't think this is going to end well. I don't know. At first, when people were complaining, I was like, y'all really want Ricochet to get that title? That's just stupid. Riddick Moss needs yeah, the title to win more. Him. Riddick Moss needs the uh, win more along with the twenty percent title needs to win more over Ricochet. But now that the reports of Damo saying that he's been um he's gonna get buried or that he's um giving up on him, I can see y'all's complaining now. But still, let's just let's see how it plays out. See what happens. He'll probably yeah. be in the battle royal, Andre battle royal at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened, but after I don't know what happened after this, but. Eric Rowan revealed what was inside his cage. I turned the TV off after he revealed it, and this is stupid as fuck. It was no, one of the best things I've ever seen. No, it was it came out to the back, said, you know, what's inside your cage? said, okay, I'll show you, whatever. Pulls it out. It's a goddamn motherfucking spider. A mechanical a spider. Or what looked like a fake one, at least. Yeah, a mechanical spider. It... I don't know, man. This... I turn off the TV after this. I was never, I was never big on Eric Rowan. Still ain't. This is stupid. It definitely was. Um, there were some matches in between. Kind of, it, it felt like filler, I guess. Um, uh, Shayna Baszler actually uh, took on Kaidi Sane because Oscar was injured. But okay, uh, yeah, during this yeah, match, apparently, I didn't watch it. Apparently, they were chanting "boring." And, That's um, sad. Becky Lynch was also at uh, commentary. She had a fucking crown on her head, like selling King Corbin. She looked like an idiot. She, yeah, she looked like both. I will say that. Uh, but anyways, let's move on from that. Rey Mysterio and Humberto Carrillo beat uh, Andrade and, and Angel Garza, which I thought was a pretty good match, though. Yeah, I saw the highlights. It looked pretty good. I mean, all four are, are um, sorry, all three are uh, athletic and real good in the ring. And then all there's that three. one, that one old guy. You better stop with Rey Mysterio, man. <laughs> I like how you knew it was Rey Mysterio whenever I didn't say his name. Yeah, I know damn well you're talking about Rey. He's the only one that you've been like, oh, I don't like him. He's a legend, but he wears a mask, so I don't like him. <laughs> That's the stupidest. Put a mask on Angel Garza, I'll still like him. Did you like Rey? Me? Yeah. Uh, somewhat. For the love of God. <laughs> Show some damn respect for your elders. Look, man, Rey Mysterio was, like, a big thing whenever I was a kid, but, like... Was? Uh, he still is. Then like, he got a knee surgery after knee surgery after knee and surgery. And now he's great. Again. Is he? Yes, he is. I mean... <laughs> to some if people... If he was a free agent right now, every promotion would want him. Yeah, because of his name. He's yeah, because he can draw... It's like Goldberg. If Goldberg was a free wrestle. agent, everyone would want him. Okay, let me put it in comparison this way. I'd rather watch... Goldberg. Oh my god. No. Then watch Rey Mysterio all over again. Those that depends on that. That's a style thing though. But like I love Rey Mysterio. Like that's what I grew up on. Like was Rey really? Mysterio, that's Eddie Guerrero. Like that was the stuff. It's just like now it just not my cup of tea anymore. 
dude, you're gross. Both of you are disgusting. Move on to the main event segment before I lose my mind. How dare you disrespect your Mysterio now? Um, well, first off, fuck you. But second, uh, Beth Phoenix <laughs> came out. Randy Orton came out. Uh, honestly, let me just say, Randy Orton is fucking great. We keep talking about him on the podcast the past few weeks. He's great. Whenever he's motivated, he's fucking absolutely amazing. He's and always great, even when he's not motivated. The, he's good when he's not motivated. He's great whenever he's motivated. There you go. That's a better way of putting it. Um, this promo he cut made me believe I was on his side. He basically said that he was doing Edge a favor. He did that so Edge can go on with his family, enjoy mm-hmm. the little things with his uh, daughters, I think his daughters, and his wife. Be there for his kids. Right? Huh? It makes you conflicted. No, it doesn't make me conflicted. I'm, I'm on Randy Orton's side now. But that promo, I'm just like, you know, oh, you're 100%. This. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, man. He, he killed him so he you know, have a family. Yeah, yeah. And um, Beth Phoenix pretty much slapped him. And then kicked him in the groin. And uh, Orton RKO'd her. Um, I believe Randy Orton said that he loves Edge. And probably yeah. loves Edge more than Beth Phoenix. Which was a great line. I'm on Randy Orton's side. I love Edge. I cry when Edge retired. When, ugh, when Edge retired, I cry whenever he returned. Fuck Edge. Randy Orton's the best. I'm on Randy Orton's side. You know there were people who were like, "Where has this Orton been? He, he could have been so much bigger if he was this." And it's like, what are you talking about? He's, He's a been first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a 13-time World Champion. He's been great as a heel forever. I don't understand what people are talking about saying that this is never. Like, Randy Orton has never been great or whatever. He's always been great, but whenever, like you said, like, he's he's good when he's, you know, not motivated, but he's great when he is. And this one has been, oh, it's been great so far. Yeah. He, um, I, people don't understand that. If you reach, like, you know, the world title, that's pretty much it. Defend it. Once you lose it, that's it. You already reached the top. I mean, what more can you do? It's hard to get there. It's even harder to sustain it. Yeah, so... Randy Orton, you know, got to the top 13 times, I believe, and... 13, yeah. And, um... Yeah, I mean, he ain't gonna be able to stay on top of, the top of his game every fucking year, every fucking day. Yeah. But this is just great to have right now. Randy Orton's the best. Fuck MJF as a heel. Randy Orton's the best as a heel. Okay, I wouldn't... I would say... Oh, I mean, because MJF is so young, I don't think... He, I think it'll be a while before he can reach... Randy Orton, Randy Orton status, yeah. No, nah, it's just but, that uh, they're they're both different type of heels. So they're different types. Uh, MJF is a very old school type of heel. Is he though? You know, he is. I think he's more he, modern. I feel like he's more of a Roddy Piper type of heel because the stuff that he does outside of the ring is what Roddy Piper used to do. Did he? Yes. And Roddy Piper almost Roddy got Piper. stabbed multiple times. Roddy Piper used to get attacked by fans. Of course, it's not like that anymore. But MJF provokes like the way that it used to be. Mm. Randy Orton, yeah, he'll tell people "fuck you" and this, this, and that. But for the most part, you know he's, you know it's an act, or you know it's the gimmick. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think that that's kind of the difference. But I think once MJF, a couple more years, man, like I think he will be looked at as one of the best heels ever. I don't think I could ever see him as a babyface, like ever. And I think MJF probably really is an asshole. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I probably. think so. Like ninety-five percent of the chance, I feel like I'm, he is. I'm so yeah. It's just like there's no way, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, NXT um, opened up with Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, and a steel cage match. 
Uh, Dakota Kai picked up the win once um, Raquel held Tegan Knox up with the door of the steel cage. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a pretty badass pin, and uh, Dakota Kai escaped, won the match. Yeah, um, it was. A, I thought that one was a really good cage match, and then that was a really creative way of having uh, of having her win. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't watch all. Not much else of... I could say about that except that I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I didn't watch all of NXT, but I just watched the first and the the first match and the last match. Last match was the steel cage, Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong, and Roderick Strong picked up the win because Velveteen Dream gave it to him, and uh, he trapped himself in the steel cage with Adam Cole. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, man. With that, like, the match was good. Or I thought the match was really good. I didn't, I don't know how I feel. Like, I like Velveteen Dream. I just don't know how I feel about that. Watch yourself. It's, I believe it's gonna Wait, be. What? She she loves Velveteen Dream, so she's like, watch your, watch yourself. I, mean, I don't, I don't care. After what you were just disrespecting me, Mister about. Uh, <laughs> don't disrespect my boy. Don't you Whatever. do it? Um, I think Velveteen Dream has been good since he came back. I don't think he's been as good as he was, which I don't think is anything on him. I think it's just the way they've kind of built some of his stuff up. But to be fair, I don't though, know. Like he has this grudge thing with Roderick Strong. Finish it to me, right? I would have loved it if he finished whatever it is he needed to finish with Roderick Strong. Beats Roderick Strong, and then is like, you know what? Now I'm gonna go. After Adam Cole, right? And, like, he's the reason, like, he breaks this up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he did have his beef beforehand with Adam Cole before Roderick Strong, though, whenever they went after the North American title. So it does make sense. He's had beef with both, and it wasn't really beef with Roderick Strong. Here he got his payback against him because he injured him. Yeah. He he basically brought his wife into all this shit. (laughs) So I think, um... That's why I like like that. I feel like he should have done more of that with the family. I think there's not that much time left for uh, TakeOver Tampa, so that's probably why they split really? into this. Is that one already coming out? Well, WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania is in a, a good three. Oh, it's three, next month, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's less than a month now. I think a month it's was three, a couple it's months It's literally like about two weeks away now. I think it's like April 3rd, 4th? April 3rd or 4th. But yeah, like I said, I, I really liked it. I liked the match. I just thought, like for me, personally, it was like... It just I, needed I, more story, more time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything but, that know, they rush the Velveteen part, in. I mean, for, for, for the most part, what is there not to like them? You know what I mean? Like, these guys put on some crazy freaking matches. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that they do is pretty legit. I'm not as big the Velveteen Dream as you are, but, or, you know, Velveteen Dream guy as you are, or, or you know, I don't like him as much as you do, but that dude has so much freaking potential, too. I just, I love his character. I'm just so, I'm still mad that he's still not up on the main roster. Like, I've always said it every year. Like, every year after WrestleMania, I'm hoping it's him, but it's not. And then I get so upset. I'm just like, come on. Like, he's good. It's just. I don't think he'll go up. I, Vince I feel like he's a character that should stay in NXT. Vince doesn't want him. Vince doesn't want him in. On the main roster, just because of his character type, it's just not. Not. Uh, it's not it worthy. Fit well for his type of guy, I guess. Yeah, but he's already given up on like two pieces of talent. Like, give Velveteen Dream that chance, and if it doesn't work out, NXT he can go back to like all these other 
wrestlers have gone back to. Like, Finn Balor didn't work out very well on the main roster. His first year, he did really good, but he got injured when he went to SummerSlam, had to uh, relinquish his title, and then it just went down from hill from there. Then it kind of went up, and then he went back to NXT, and he's fucking fire. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just depends on what they do with him on the main roster. Just give Velveteen Dream that chance. He has really good character work, and it will work out so well. I mean... I can see good matches with other people there as well, but you know, oh, yeah. let's let's see how it goes after this takeover in WrestleMania and see what happens. Yeah, you never know. I mean, this is the year. Might, this is the year of the dream. Takeover, Adam Cole might not be champ. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's walking out as away without the title. Um, yeah. Audience of predictions, predictions. Yes. This podcast For, has been a long episode. Yeah, it's this Sunday. Damn, I forgot it was even this weekend. Yeah, um, there's six. Tell me what you got. Six matches so far. Oh, we're recording this on Thursday, so if there's anything announced for Friday, then you know we're fucked. But um, <laughs> first up, you got for the Intercontinental Title, one on three handicap match: Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sammy Motherfucking Zayn. Oh, he's finally, finally wrestling this time. Oh my god! Back. I wouldn't put hold y'all's breath. I'm pretty sure he's not even gonna be in the match. Oh, it's a three. It's it's a three men. It's a they're tagging. First season we're gonna get tagged in. Well, Strowman's gonna take it. Strowman. I think Strowman will take it. I got Strowman. I'm gonna go against you and say Chinsuke, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro. I feel like if they do this good, they can have him. You know, take a tie off of him, put on them three, lead up to WrestleMania, having a triple threat match because I think a triple threat match with all three of these guys would be fucking fire. Of course, they're not gonna do it. But, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, you know, this is, if you're listening, Vince, this is fucking good storytelling right here. Uh, next up for United States Sal, Humberto Carrillo against Andrade. Ooh, I'm gonna have to say Andrade. Like, that's my boy. Andrade? Yeah. I have no idea. Um, They're pairing up like you know two what? wonderful people, so I mean. I'm it's... gonna give it to Humberto. Oh, whack. I'll say Carrillo as well. What? It's whack too. I think it's whack too, the way that they built him up. But I think he's going to take it. I think this will help him. Oh, come on. I mean, Andrade had it. He even got suspended while having it. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I but I mean, it will be a great build. Like, if he beats uh, Humberto Carrillo. Like, I feel like Humberto has never won anyway. But Still, it would lead up for a good, like, okay, let's say like let's say that you want to put Angel Garza in the mix, and it'll be three good people in a match if they do that for WrestleMania. Fucking triple threat with these guys. I mean, come on. I mean, it'll be worth it. Worth the wild for all three of them to be in a match. But I know it won't happen. So uh, Next up, you got Street Profits versus Seth Rollins and Buddy, or sorry, Murphy. Just Murphy. Street Profits versus... Murphy and Rollins? Yes, sir. Street Profits, man. Street Profits? They're not going to just Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think we can make the argument of, well, they just won. They can't lose because that does happen in WWE a lot. But I'm going to keep it with Street Profits. I got Street Profits as well. Uh, Next up, Aleister Black versus AJ Styles. Aleister Black all day. I love AJ Styles, and I love Aleister Black. But I think AJ Styles is still going to take this. He's not going to take this. If they build it up right, WrestleMania is going to be the moment for AJ Styles to win. Yep. Like, 
Did when I said I was just up right. <laughs> they pissed me. Okay, so they pissed me off on Raw whenever it was supposed to be Alistair Black and AJ Styles, and you can ask Franco himself. Like I was sitting there, and then when he was like, "Oh, well, you're gonna have to go through." Carl Anderson, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I drove home, <laughs> sped home just to sit down either, and eat and watch this match. Either AJ Styles is going to win, and then Undertaker is going to come out and do something. Or, the Undertaker will come out, distract AJ, and that's how Alex Black will win. That's what I believe is going to happen, actually, right there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stick with AJ. And like I said, it's going to be Black that wins, because I would, it's going to be a good setup. I would love for this setup for Alex Black and Undertaker teaming up against AJ Styles and, you know, one of uh, all three of the club. It would be amazing. I know, uh, that'd be good. Pretty cool. uh, next up, you got the six-man tag elimination chamber match. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Heavy Machinery versus the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers, what the fuck? Uh, Damn, son. Damn. What the fuck are their names again? Uh, Lucha House Party. Lucha House Party, those guys. <laughs> Lucha House Party. Yeah. Versus the Usos versus the New Day versus Miz and John Morrison. This is the elimination chamber? Yes, for the tag, SmackDown Tag Team. Where's the revival, man? Huh? <laughs> so where's the revival, man? They're not even... FTR. FTR. They're not yeah, even on TV anymore. They still haven't signed their contract, so that's yeah. why they kept them off the show. Oh, man. Name those people again. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy Machinery is one of them. Heavy Machinery, the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would do it again. That's Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, with probably Manny Rose. The Usos, Miz and Morrison, New Day. I got Miz and Morrison retaining. I'm going to say Miz and Morrison, but even oh. though they lost the day after they won, I mean, I'm still going to go with them. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is this is, this is is a hard one. That's what she said. <clears throat> I know. Um, <laughs> damn. Okay. I mean, I love Heavy Machinery. You like Otis, huh? You I like fucking love Otis. When he said bowling ball, like he went bowling ball. Like it, I was yeah, sold. I was sold, and I love him. So, gross. so I am going to have to say heavy machinery. Like I mean, come on. You already took the love of the life, a love of his life, away from him, which is Mandy Rose. Give him the titles to make him feel better. Don't let him eat all this red meat. It's gonna hurt him even more. Like come on. Let him have something. Let him have something. <laughs> Right. At least give me the worm from the top and then jump Ugh. off. Like I'll be happy. The main event of the evening, um, six woman, six woman elimination ever match for when it goes on to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Do you even have to name them? Um, like, yeah, you got you got Natalia, you got Lacey Evans, Lacey Evans, Lacey Evans, Lacey Evans, and Shayna Baszler. Wait, what? Yeah. Lacey Evans. Yeah. Did I miss something? Yeah. I thought it was Shayna. Nope. Oscar. Nope. The Riot Squad in Italia. Nope. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I am right. Yes, he's just messing with you. Because... Okay, because I know Lacey Evans did say something about the chamber. So is that why you mentioned that? Oh yeah. no, I just mentioned because I saw like two blondes, and I mean Lacey Evans is a blonde as well. Oh my god. We all know yeah, who's going to win. Uh, it's going to be Shayna. It's going to be Oscar. I wish. It's going to be Shayna. No, I, I didn't say Oscar. We all know Shana who's going to win. Ass, I don't care. Okay, oh. let's just make this harder for us. Nobody can pick Baszler. Ah, oh, damn it. Oscar. Oscar. And everybody's going to pick Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And if nobody could pick Asuka? Then it's going to be Natalia. I would so. say Ruby Riot. What? No. It's because I like Ruby Riot better. Natalia? I said Natalia. Oh, like, come that's on. disgusting. Never have that come out of your mouth again. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's a cat lady at heart. She's just now. boring, man. Like, she's a great wrestler, but she's so boring. I just, I just love when she's in the ring. Come on, guys. She's like, she's Lance Storm. She is. Like, she's a great wrestler, but she's so boring. She doesn't have a character. They had to have her fart to be a character. I remember that. I remember that too, and it is not fun in my memory. And I like fart jokes. Okay, so like all of us to say Basil, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. If not, we go with Oscar. Watch something screwy happen. Watch, like, instead of like, okay, Natalia, right? Right, whenever she's gonna come out to get into the Becky's cage, gonna go in in the chamber, somebody's gonna attack her, and then Ronda Rousey's gonna come in. Ooh, that would be good. Now, that would be pretty damn sick. But for the time being, I'm going with with Shane. This um, Lacey yeah, that'd be pretty out. damn sick. I just thought of that on the spot. No, that actually been flowing around for a while, actually, on Twitter. What? People have been uh, flowing with that idea on Twitter. So yeah, man, everybody smart. else is so garbage. Well, I'm not going to call them garbage. They, they work hard. Everybody else is, you just know they're not going to win. Like, it, I wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me if they knocked out the one person who, like, has nothing to do with this match at all and replace it with a Ronda Rousey. I mean, I don't know who else could be. Maybe Lacey like, Evans? Nia exactly. Or is she on Raw? I don't fucking know. Well, she's still either. she's still out with her knee injury. She hasn't been cleared yet. Um, yep. This podcast is going on for too long, so I'm going to keep pushing it forward. Uh, next up, our wrestler of the week, brought to you by Indie Empire Magazine. Indie Empire, sorry, Pro Wrestling Empire. Pro <laughs> Pro Wrestling Empire Magazine. God damn, I forgot the name. Pro Wrestling Empire yeah, Magazine. Sure. They um, magazine pretty much about pro wrestling. They focus on the independent scene as well as AEW, WWE. I believe I can be wrong on that. Don't quote me on it. But they have a magazine. Go check it out. Uh, follow them on Instagram, Pro Wrestling Empire, and uh, pick up a copy. Dramatic. What? <laughs> Dramatic. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, William Shatner? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> this week I picked Will All Day. Uh, nice. We saw him at Cactus League Wrestling. I saw him at uh, Young Guns. Two, I want to say, in San Antonio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, ball time, this guy's just fucking awesome. He's a great heel. His whole thing is all day. He does his all damn day. And uh, he's just a fantastic wrestler. He's from Reality of Wrestling. And he's um, also with... So he's great on there, too. Check him out on YouTube. Yeah. He's also on um, Hollywood Championship Wrestling, I think it's called. Or Hollywood yeah. Championship Hollywood. And, uh, yeah, he's just fantastic all around. He has a couple shows coming up. I want to say this weekend. He has a uh, March 7th, Saturday. He will be at St. Patrick's Bash for Cactus League Wrestling and Adrenaline Wrestling. Um, where the fuck is this at? Doesn't mean to say where it's at. I'm assuming it's going to be in uh, Arizona because where Cactus League is at. Yeah. But uh, he has that, March 7th. He also has... Inspired Pro Clash at the Bash, March fifteenth next week in Austin. He will be facing Rookie Starks. That's gonna be a good match. Ooh. That is gonna be really good. And uh, Reality Wrestling March fourteenth, No Limits, which is next Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it'll be there, No Limits. It'll be pretty good as well. And uh, March 20th, he'll be at March Mayhem Texcoma Wrestling in, god damn it, in Sherman, Texas. So catch him there at those shows. He's a fantastic wrestler at Young Guns. He wrestled Mysterious Q, and that match was fucking fire. Mysterious Q? Yeah. He's one of my wrestlers of the week. Both of them. So badass. Yeah, I believe we have a vlog up on our YouTube channel. You can check it out on there, or you go to um, River City Wrestling's YouTube channel and check out the full match. I'm pretty sure they have it up. But yeah. that match was fucking good. It was... Mysterious Q is really good. Well, all day is... He does this shit all damn day. It's fucking awesome. Uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter and Instagram. I, I am Mr. All Day. And, um, yeah. That's pretty much it for the show. Y'all got anything else? No, just stay cool. Keep it cool. And watch some wrestling. So are we all excited for um, the Mission Chamber this Sunday? I am. I didn't even know it was fucking happening, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was even happening. I, mean, I, I, I got caught up in Super Showdown. I'm still stuck at Super Showdown. They haven't let me board at the plane. But, you know, we're still here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll be... Uh, when I get the chance to watch, um, I'll try to be excited. So, yeah. we'll, we'll be watching live. I'll probably be bored. Um, I was like on I'll Instagram. Be I'll, be, I'll be at work, so... I will actually be off that day, that Sunday, and I'm excited because I actually get to come home, well, actually be home and watch wrestling, which I haven't done in a very long time, so I'm excited. That's good. This is uh, one of the pay-per-views, I don't know how long it's been, but no world titles on the line. Yeah. That's yeah, really weird, but I mean, a lot of stuff that they do is really weird. Yeah, I, I don't understand At this point, anymore. you just don't question it anymore. You just kind of go with the flow and then just say, "Hey, WrestleMania is right there." Oh yeah, uh, tonight on SmackDown. If you're watching, if you're gonna watch SmackDown tonight, which honestly, don't waste your time. But Alexa Bliss selling moment of bliss with NWO without Hogan, I believe. Without they, Hogan. They didn't show Hogan on the picture. But you could tune in to watch Alexa Bliss. And Nikki yeah, Cross. I get it, I suppose. Uh, who cares about Nikki Cross? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! We'll um, talk about this off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Well, so they, they announced a, a gauntlet match, I believe, for uh, the winner of the tag team that wins is gets uh, to be last. Yep. From the mission chamber, it's gauntlet or is it a battle royal? Gauntlet. It's a gauntlet, I think. It's a gauntlet. It's gonna be fucking like two hour, uh, an hour and a half long. It's gonna take yeah, up majority of the show. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Thank uh, you. Tune in next week. It's a long episode. I'm sorry. Wrestling. Tacos. Wrestling. Kingdom. This isn't just wrestling.